For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. you live from dnhq in beautiful south pasadena california this is the blue baseballs podcast we're not blue baseballs we are blue heaven what is going on dodgers nation my name is clint you can find me as real frg on twitter and instagram and in your hearts always in your hearts always number one you guys can find me at brook me three on twitter and instagram on today's show we have summer camp to talk about because there's real life well real life Real-life baseball games Ish. being played. Ish. And there are a lot of changes. There's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of injuries, I guess we're going to call them that. There's a lot to talk about. But more mm-hmm. importantly, more so, more important than that even, we need to talk about our favorite <laughs> National League MVP. I uh, My big question is, um, is, is Cody once again wishy-washy? And any uh, OG fans of the show will know about my struggles with Cody and his wishy-washiness. You just so. had to be around for more than a year, and you'll know. That's all <laughs> the time it takes to find that out. Uh, Mookie Betts is already making an impact with more than his bat. He pays attention to things, so we do uh, we do like that, um, that he's he's interested in his baseball club team winning. You kind of want that from uh, mm-hmm. your star players. You kind of <laughs> want them to be good at baseball and want to win. We'll also talk about some projections for the 2020 season. We'll give our personal pre- predictions on awards, on stat lines, on wins, on losses, on sadness, everything in between. <laughs> you can find it here, so be prepared for that section. So I made sure... That we wouldn't forget. We're supposed to uh, wish Raymond a happy birthday. I think. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. That's the best I got, Ray. Look I what you. I don't have much. Look happy birthday, did. Ray. I don't know how old you are, but you are an age. And, and it's, it's everybody's birthday this year. Yeah. <laughs> Dumbass. It's cool as you. And, and happy birthday to Cody Bellinger. He turns 25, which um, I don't know how much that is in baked years, but, uh, you know. Um, thank you. Thank you. He said, I've been around as long as a quarter. That's what he said. Before we do get into all the show and all the stuff and all the things, we got to remind you this is a podcast. So even if you're watching us live, we would appreciate it if you listen to us for some reason again on your podcast side of things. We are on Pandora, on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, all the spots that you can find podcasty things. Um, 
we're there. We live there. We're also on YouTube, youtube.com slash Dodgers Nation TV. Again, we are really, really close. We are frighteningly close to hitting a milestone that we need to hit. We're terrified. Terrified. <laughs> we don't know changes. what to do after that. We because dry- when you set a milestone and you hit the milestone, then you got to set another milestone. That's how milestones work. I, I don't really know exactly where the name Milestone came from, but I'm assuming that's how they work. Milestone. Milestone. He, so, he was a jazz artist. Comments. Yeah. Rhino. Is, uh, Rhino's being negative. <clears throat> Maybe negative. I don't know. Maybe realistic. But on YouTube, Rhino says, I'm calling it now. Kershaw or Mookie gets the COVID the night before the World Series. Man, I didn't read the whole thing, but that got a, ho- a lot more... Um, Hostile? Got, got got real real wild there, right? I I feel like you need to sit down for a second, relax, take a deep breath. It's gonna be all right. Everybody, chug a beer. Um, yeah, we're, we're not gonna go that direction that early. I mean, it's too it's too early to be negative. I can't start off the show negative. I just find my way there eventually. I always find my way there. Yeah, Don't worry. This yeah, is catch me at the end. We'll have a conversation. Catch, catch me outside. Yeah. How about that? Uh, Norma wants to have a, a wine or a beer party. I'm, I mean, I'm down. I don't know the context, but I'm down. I do that all the time. On Twitch, Swag Daddy McGee, one of our favorites, says, We're being a little bit more negative in the comments than usual. Must be close to real <laughs> baseball. That's astute solid. observation. That's how you know. Uh, Randy Shipley over on Facebook says, Interrupting an interview with Rich Hill just for you. Better be good. From Oregon. Randy, I, I can't say that I would watch us over Rich Hill personally, but I'm also on this show. So. I, guess, I guess we need to grunt. And we need to curse I more. I can do both. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. And be old. <clears throat> well, at least in, in, in like body, body parts. In body, I am old, yeah. Uh, sports from Coast to Coast <clears throat> visited our Dodgers Nation store, dodgernation.com slash shop, and bought a Major League Cheaters shirt. Uh, is it required? Hey. I think that is a requirement when the Dodgers play the Astros in uh, the second week of baseball. Yep. Major League Cheaters. Just going to wear it at home, I guess? Sure. Or you can... <gasps> That could be your cutout picture hmm? for your oh. cutout. We'll get into the cutout. That's foreshadowing. <laughs> foreshadowing. Foreshadowing a bit. Uh, Mello says, today we would have watched Cody win the Home Run Derby. Um, we would be watching the Home Run Derby, yes. I don't know if Cody. You, you, you see he looks swing? like he's trying to be in the Home Run Derby bit. right now. So, so maybe you're right. <laughs> he's a little bit off. Some of our regulars in here. We got Hatfield in the stream. What's going on, Brian? Good to see you, buddy. We got Leslie. How's it going? We are going. We, it is going splendid, I would say. The air conditioner's not working in the office, though. So that, that's a bit of a that's a bit of a dick move by the office. So um, yeah, yeah, it's not it's not great. Can't work. It's not this great. What the hell, Gary? Pay the it's bill. Sweaty in here. That's why he's not on the show anymore. <laughs> And fix the damn AC. And our friend Santiago's in the stream. So, guys, uh, <clears throat> let's get into it. There was a lot of stuff. Now that baseball is sort of back, spring training, summer camp, summer training, camp training, camp Wallum Palm Pack, we are back and we are here and we are doing baseball stuff and it's wonderful and it's magical, but also people get hurt, things happen, and apparently Kenley had the corona like uh, we all sort of were starting to surmise. It, it is hitting that point. Uh, Dave, Dave, Dave also slipped it. up. He slipped up big time, like two days before, when he's like, "Yeah, Kenley's feeling better," and he's we were in all good like, "Spirits, okay, way to go, Dave." You <laughs> held it in as long as you could. The same day Kenley came back, Dave said that Pedro Baez was in good spirits, and then Baez showed up uh, to camp today. So, um, the bullpen's getting closer to complete. I guess that's the thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, the good news is <clears throat> Kenley only needs to throw an inning. <laughs> you, logically, you would think he only needs to really throw an inning. I mean, he has one pitch, so 
Yeah, what is he gonna work on a changeup like everybody else? <laughs> he's not. Come he's on. not Kirsch, man. He's not. He's not Ross with his uh, this finger out. But we'll get more into that a little bit later. But thankfully or unthankfully, I mean, there are two ways to go about it. Uh, Kenley never considered opting out, which is a little weird because the whole story goes that his son, his very young son, less than five years old, I think, Caden, their son, him and Gianni. They uh, was the first to exhibit like some symptoms of the COVID, had a, a mad fever. They, it turns out the entire family had the virus, mm-hmm. um, which I hear is not ideal. No, <clears throat> not uh, not not good from what I've been told. But yeah, uh, yeah I thankfully mean, they're all recovered. They all they seem are. to be healthy and in good spirits. If, if that weren't the case, Kenley Fornia would not be happening at Dodger Stadium. It is interesting to me that he chose to to like, when he said, "I never thought about opting out." That was you asked him that question. I did. Like, hey, did you ever think about maybe sitting this one out? Maybe. And he was <laughs> like, "No, man, that's that's you know, that never popped up on my radar. I always wanted mm-hmm. to play. I always wanted to be back." And we know Kenley's a competitor because at one point his heart was uh, broken and he still uh, wanted to play. Despite the fact that he could die in Colorado at any point, and he was like, "I could pitch in Colorado if we're in a playoff series," and it was like, uh, "I don't think you should, man. I think you should maybe hang out yeah. at home." Um, yeah. So for his family to get it, and for him to still be like, "Nah, you know, we recovered. It was kind of scary. It was made us really nervous. We're still very cautious, but yeah, that was never not not on my radar to play." So I was a little surprised by that. Yeah, I mean, the way he said it, I mean, I, I think he said it right. But also, it, it was still weird. It's still not quite what you want to see. But he he pretty much said he never considered opting out because he wants to be here for the fans. He wants to do this for the fans. I I think after so many shortcomings as a team over these last seven years, and mm-hmm. mainly in the last you know four years, uh, including this year, he, you're gonna feel that you owe something to the fan base. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, talk especially about, after getting booed off this field a few times yeah. last year. The, I mean, Dodgers fans have really dogpiled on the dude since 2017, or since the end <clears throat> of 2017, I should say. Mm-hmm. He, he really wants to make a name for himself again. He wants to battle back. He wants to pitch how he knows he can pitch. Mm-hmm. He wants to be as successful as he knows that he can be. So, I understand the competitive side of him. Wants to go out there and win a World Series and wants to dominate and wants to do it in a dominant fashion. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. He's a gamer, man. He really just wants to play. Like he said, he's like, it's you know, it's for the fans, it's for Dodgers fans, it's for my teammates, it's for me. That's why I want to go out there and play. You really kind of wonder too if, um, you know, if he was feeling like he was <laughs> last season, especially second half of last season. I would almost, you know, I would wager that he would be less inclined to want to uh, to come out and play. But you 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 wonder if. Notably, he looked really good in spring training 1.0. He also went to uh, driveline. driveline baseball in the offseason. you got to think he feels really good, and he doesn't want to waste it. Yeah. I mean, you know, who, who knows where his contract's going to go after this one's up, honestly. Who, who knows where he's going to end up? Who knows, you know, what kind of market there will be for a one-pitch closer who doesn't <laughs> throw that hard anymore? Um, so who knows? You know, he, he's looking to establish himself. He's looking to take advantage of any positives that he has right now. So for him to be out there... For him to, you know, want to go out and pitch is a good thing. Um, he did look great in the very limited mm-hmm. outings that we saw him during spring. I remember uh, last spring when you and I got to see him on the field and uh, the practice field Oof. before game started. The very first pitch, me and you both looked at each other and said, do you see how far his head's pulling off? Yeah. Like He was trying to throw it as hard as he possibly could. And as a pitcher, if you've ever pitched in your life, you know that your head starts to move whenever you're trying to do that. So. Mm-hmm. You could tell he was struggling with velocity. His control was terrible. He missed all of his spots. He was getting rocked by, 
I mean, let's call them what they are, minor league hitters. And <laughs> yeah. it looked bad. But this yeah. time around, his command was much better. He, he looked, his delivery looked a lot easier. You never want your pitchers to look like they're having a difficult delivery. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a, one of the tough parts. So, yeah, I mean, um, that's how I look. Do- everything stuff. I do looks difficult. Dominant stuff so. over here. So Dave said, before we get to, to the comments, we see a few good comments. I see our boy uh, Eric V, producer <laughs> Eric in the stream. Appreciate you, buddy. Uh, you, we'll get that. But uh, Dave said four, four outings. So there's what? I think officially there's eight, potentially eight interest God days or games left that he could play in. Because yeah. they're not playing on the Wednesday before opening day. No. The Dodgers have opening night on Thursday after the Yankees, and for some ungodly reason, uh, Nationals, weirdest. I don't, um, I don't know. Yeah, that, that one makes one. no sense. I have no idea. But, <clears throat> yeah, four is four games in eight days. Uh, one, good for Kenley? <laughs> and is it enough? So the thing is that he's different from everybody else. The answer in, is no. <laughs> he's different from everybody else in the sense of everyone else started throwing in January. Mm-hmm. ish late January Kenley's been throwing since game five of the NLDS yeah. uh, he has not stopped yeah. he's literally not stopped throwing he said it several times like yeah I we, didn't really take an off season this we, year. we yeah we we saw it Eric Eric can attest to this Kenley was at uh, Dodger Stadium most of the off season until Eric hopped on a plane to Curacao with him and you know they went all Mac Daddy um I'm assuming that's what people do they Mac Daddy on Curacao what they do but um it looked fun. yeah he was throwing he was he was throwing a lot uh, on the field, uh, I even saw him. You know, they set up like a sim game on the on the mound there, and then he didn't look very good. But we'll see. He's got he got some time to ease back in. He'll be we, all right. I'm not too worried about him. I mean, Kenley's pretty notorious for not uh, not pitching a lot in spring he didn't training. Show up the la- like last year's spring training. Remember, he didn't like yeah. show up for most of spring training. Granted, it definitely looked like he didn't show up for most of spring training. But <laughs> and, and you really hope that. Uh, that also like it's not like 2018 where he he's trying to ramp up and then he gets hurt and everything just goes to hell from there. Mm-mm. So Matt ups bless up to Kenley. Hopefully he stays healthy because this is a very important season for for us for him for everybody. Um, but more important is him, his health, his family, and you know I'm I'm assuming at any point in time they can decide to opt out. So yeah, Eric, <laughs> Eric also Eric also says he was grinding in Curacao, so he was oh. still even when he was out there on a Insider. sort of vacation, he yeah. wasn't really on vacation at all. <laughs> Insider scoop from my boy Eric, but Eric, it feels. Uh, Fantastic to be Sportsnet LA famous, rubbing elbows with uh, Hartung and Noma. Eric, they took my question and didn't put my voice on the air, man. What's hey, the deal? He's he's got some beef with Alana now because Alana stole his jock question. I've never had beef. Don't with get Alana. blocked. No, no, I he's don't gonna, want her to. He's gonna get blocked. She's so powerful. <laughs> stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them home so uh, i liked rhino's question i really wanted to get back to it who would be representing us in the derby tonight and i already have an answer to that because just above that i saw joe kelly so joe kelly would be representing the dodgers in the home run derby, but as a pitcher. Well, he always does. Yeah, I was gonna say he always does batting practice, anyways. Oh, that Bless up, Joe. Weird. We love you still, even though we're look, mean to you sometimes. Look, hey, he looked good. He yeah, looked good the other day. Man, Joe Kelly could talk all of a sudden. 
That, that oh, I don't know. Was that televised? Was that uh, no? It wasn't. Man, that, it's, that it's, dude. It's his, around his media session. He talked yeah. a lot. He really talked about fingering the ball. Yeah, you know the right way. Um. Anyway. Anyway. Beyond that, um, I also saw is AJ Pollock. What's the deal with him? Dave isn't going to tell us. Uh, there's now, like I said, there's eight games left. AJ Pollock is not going to make the opening day roster. You said it yesterday. We're going to hear today that I've, he I, opted out. I've been saying for like three weeks now that I'm pretty sure he's going to opt out of the season. This is not a source. This yeah. is not anything that I've heard. This is not anybody that I've talked to. This is nothing. So don't take it as that. It does, in my mind, make sense that he would opt out. It does, in a lot of people's minds, make sense that he would opt out. I think logically you look at it and you're like, yeah, that's a situation where if I were in his shoes, I would probably opt out. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know what's going to happen. There's still nothing that's been said. But at this point, let's say he wants to come back now. He's pretty far behind. I mean, mm-hmm. hitters are always behind pitchers in, in spring training. That's <clears throat> just a general kind of that, – that's always going to happen. Your yeah. Hitters are always going to be a little bit behind because they don't get the same kind of reps. Hit, batter, or pitchers can always throw to something. Batters don't always get the opportunity to hit off big league pitching, so it's different. So with that in mind, he – coming off of the season that he had last year he's you know he's got some work to put in he's got some stuff to take care of so if he does want to come back you got to imagine he's not going to start the season on the opening day roster he's going to start on some sort of injured list or something like that because he's he's behind Mm -hmm. for sure but i mean you do have the luxury of a 30-man roster for the first two weeks maybe maybe you put him in there and he pinch pinch hits a lot i don't know it, it seems weird. It yeah. seems weird to me that there's still nothing that's been said of him. So that to me is him making up his mind still. I don't, so I don't know. I don't know. That or it could be like a, a Kenley thing. Maybe he's he's not within that. Maybe he ended up with like a positive test right the you know days leading up to could to that's, camp. That's possible too. We, you know we don't want to comment on health too much because we don't know anything yeah. because we obviously just work here in this non air conditioned room. But, too soon. Uh, Damn, too soon. Yeah, it's sweaty in here, boys. <laughs> um, aside from that, don't know why he's not there. Don't know if he'll be making a return. Don't know where he is. Hope the best for him, though. Do uh, I got the chance to meet AJ um, when he got um, the day he showed up at Dodger Stadium for his uh, signing or uh-huh. whatever. Super nice guy. Ridiculously nice dude. <clears throat> so only hope the best for him, even though maybe he didn't play as well as Dodger fans had hoped down the stretch. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. I think he's a great dude. And, and the playoffs didn't quite go his way. but No, they did not, but he, they didn't go any of our way, so what he, does it matter? He can eventually be a difference maker. Uh, just because he struck out a whole bunch doesn't make him a mean boy or a bad boy. But you know who's a bad boy right now who's got some sick guns is uh, your pal, Jock oh, Peterson. Oh, not yeah. you. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. Your, jo- j- your jo- gym closed down again. So. Jock Dingerson. Oh. Um, mm. Thank you. <laughs> Nailed it. So you asked, Jock, uh... Yesterday, Saturday, uh, the days blend, dude. I about his gun show, I said, "You're swole." How? I mean, you saw uh, if anybody who happened to see Jock Peterson's um, presser, and if not, we have it on our DodgerNation.com and YouTube.com/slash/DodgerNationTV. Delayed, but when he walks up to the desk, he's sitting there. He's doing like the "I feel swole" stance, like he oh, yeah. has. He's got the he's, stone cold. He's walk making too. sure. <laughs> he's making sure the tries are popping. Oh, oh wait, Eric knows. He's thirst trapping on there. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. 
Trap game strong. Yeah, trap game strong. <laughs> Rest he, in peace, the uh, dude, Eric. The dude is the dude is yeah. He beefed up like he, not, not in like a not in like a he got bigger. His arms are huge. He, but looks, he looks more yoked. Yeah. yeah, and and it's probably the same muscle. But the biggest thing that he he was talking about was was going for the mobility. So yeah. he ended up uh, linking up with some for somehow for some reason Austin Barnes had like a trainer. Um, I, don't know. I hope it's Riverside kids are weird. Man. Yeah, I hope it's Can't not say. an IE trainer. Yeah, I don't know, man. Don't trust those Riverside trainers. Uh, and you know, he has a secret ingredient to yeah. slimming down out there in Riverside. But no, Jock looks good. Shout out Riverside. He's, he's already trying to steal bases, dude. Is this is this Jock uh, stolen base twenty twenty season? Like, is he going for that? Uh, is you know, obviously this is platform season. So that's true. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jock Peterson's going to steal 60 bases in 60 games. Mark my words. My name is uh, AJ Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have to change it up these days. But well, <laughs> you remember when he was coming up through the farm system and they were like, this guy's going to be like a 40-40 dude. Like, yeah. They were like, his, he's, he's going to be a monster. And then he, he stole some bases. He, he put up a 30-30 season in his debut year. Yeah. And then before, they were like, uh, yeah, this is going to be the this is going to be what he does. And then he was like, no, I'm only going to hit home runs. And then he did that. And then he was like, I'm not going to hit any home runs, and I'm not going to steal any bases. And we were like, okay. And then he was like, never mind, I'm going to hit home runs again. And that's what he did. So now he's both again. He goes both ways now? Yeah. Who knows how long that's going to last for? I mean. You can't steal bases when you're knocking dongs, though. That's true. He's hitting, yeah. he's hitting the hell out of the ball. It's one so of my, TBD on that one. one that's one a my, T-shirt idea. <laughs> <laughs> can't steal bases when you're knocking dongs. <laughs> So, uh, uh, you know, the, like a, the, whole, the country just or the, the state just shut down again. So like TBD a, on if he uh, puts on those pounds again. But so it feels like a Kent Murphy shirt. That's a Kent Murphy shirt. <laughs> Can't hit sure. dingers. <laughs> Anyways, you get the idea. Yeah, you get the idea. It, yeah. uh, Eric notes that he doesn't have guns anymore thanks to COVID. He has pistols. Eric. Eric, don't make me come over there. I know where you work. <laughs> we know where you work. <laughs> but he notes also that's with no gym. So. Respect, so, mad we'll get, respect. We'll, we'll get your uh, we'll get your predictions a little bit later on on what future Yankee Jock Peterson will hit. This Ooh. Year, so damn, you're yeah, trying to make. Um, I, I mean, I understand you you make uh, enemies on Twitter, but not here so much. Live show, live show, live show. <laughs> you can't be held accountable for things you say uh, when it's live. Jose Rod also Jose Rod 05 on YouTube says uh, it's the dad strength. You know, Poppy's getting a little bit heavier. Oh yeah, you curl. Blue's getting a little bit heavier too. You know, he's got baby in one arm, dog under the other. And then they're about to have another one, right? Yes. They didn't already have it? I don't think so. I don't really keep up on, like, families. <clears throat> Respect. It's We're just p- a lot of people, man. I don't know. <laughs> We're all proud of There's you. There's already at least 40 on the roster. <laughs> so a couple more things that have been fun. Some of our takeaways from uh, summer camp at Dodger Stadium. The legend of Chico. Chico Vance. <laughs> Legend, dude, Chico. I I love that. There's there's either the people who love and know everything about Chico, or, or the people who are like, who is Chico? What is a, Ch- a Chico? There are people on Twitter that are so upset that this man is in the lineup. They are so unreasonably angry about it, and I love it. It's, it makes me so happy. Long time Dodger ball boy, clubhouse guy. He, I mean, he's been borderline. Uh, you know, viral, famous in the past. You know, he he made a, a he's made a number of amazing stops a, a, as a you know ball boy at Dodger Stadium, saving lives of many people down the, uh, he's, the foul he's, lines. He's a he's, he's a, a bulky boy. Well, he's, he's like he's jacked. thick. He's thicked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a jacked dude. So I've seen him at Dodger Stadium a few times where I've been like, that's the ball boy. That's a big dude. Did he you, has a cannon. 
Yeah, did you? Oh my uh, God! Did you read the story where uh, it's Throwback Thursday, kids? Everybody, uh, circle round. <laughs> Chico Stan video coming soon from an unknown source on our stream here. But um, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. But uh, did you see? There was a, an old, old, old article where um, former Dodger for like five games, John Garland. I guess was throwing with Chico in the outfield. White Sox legend. (laughs) And Garland's like, dude, uh, you have a cannon. Why don't you like try out for the Dodgers? And Chico was like, "Ah, this guy's just, you know, dicking around. Sure enough, he gets a call from Dijon, Dijon Watson. Hey, we hear you want to try out. (laughs) It's like, oh shit. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh man. But let Chico hit has been a fantastic hashtag. Do you think uh, uh, you don't, you don't run on Chico has been my favorite. You think Ross is going to give me a tryout like he promised or, uh, uh, that was a dream. No, shoot. It was all a dream. I can throw like, (laughs) like one really fast ball. (laughs) So, so Norma here has the most, um, most accurate comp that we can come up with for Chico is, is he the next Raul Mondesi? And the answer is obviously. Yes. Yeah. I see the Mondi in there. Yeah. The short Mondi. <laughs> like six inches shorter Mondi. It's okay. You know. Prez 1619 wants to try out for the Dodgers. You know what? We can all try out for the Dodgers. Eric, Eric, I'm going to give you a call. <laughs> you still work Oh, there, right? that'll make great video content. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't think we of it. We already did that. It you was know, terrible. You know in the, that one movie with uh, Marky Mark whenever they uh, play football? <laughs> You know the one where they're eagles? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that one. You know how, like, the really bad people try out and it's really entertaining? Yeah. I'll wear a cape. That's all I'm saying, Eric. I I, I, I like how like how we're just addressing everything to Eric now. Um, this is Eric's show. <clears throat> this is Blue uh, Eric. Blue, Blue Eric after, after dark. Uh, I also think of the episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> Would you say that, too? More gold, but uh, Chico, legend forever in our hearts. Thank you for manning left field while everybody was broken or uh, just not having showed up to baseball yet. Yep. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. The final thing before we get into some of the big positives we like, I don't know if these are anything that's necessarily positive or negative, but they're definitely positives um, that we like out of camp. But today it dropped, (laughs) sort of. I think it only went out to season ticket holders, but there is going to be... Yes, the movie is invincible, by the way. People helped you out there. Shrek 3. <laughs> Shrek Forever After. Yeah. They are apparently offering um, cardboard like head cutouts at Dodger Stadium for this season. You could put your head on a seat, and it ain't cheap. I already have too big of a head. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> It's not going to work out. <laughs> um, it's not going to work out. How much was it? Like too much money? I it's think a that- lot. So if you want to be on the loge level or the field level, it's 149 doll hairs. American. Oh. If you want to be in the new home run seats out in the outfield, it is $299. Or dugout Which club. I do not have. Do you have $299? I, got, I don't have 200 I got Do you think we can go splitsies and they can put half of our face of each? <laughs> we can get um, 
uh, who's who's the guy? Um, uh, Danny, Danny, the one who who made the nice caricatures Danny. of us, Danny yeah. Duarte. Yeah, we can get that. Just have it mesh our heads together, smash boom. them together, yeah. and be like, "This is what we want it to be." Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> can we be top deck? <laughs> just like I'm, just the guy, and like I want to be amongst the poor out in the out in the sun, <laughs> just like one little head. Like when it's the far away, uh, the far away angle, and and Joe's reading like this game brought to you by seventy six yep. gasoline. Mm-mm. Just me. <laughs> Uh, so yum, we, yum. we want to get your guys' opinion on that a little bit because uh, this Oof. this this was pretty recently that this came out, so it's relatively fresh still. And yeah. we got some pretty, we'll people, call them unsavory comments people on are, social media. People, people are, are bad. pissed about it. They are, they are not bad. happy about it. It also happens to come on the day that L.A. was shut down again, which is just not great timing financially for people. So a little bit of poor timing on that one. But obviously the Dodgers couldn't have seen that coming. But yeah. It has not gone over well with fans. Uh, but to be fair, there's limited spaces, so obviously supply and demand. Yeah. Money makes sense. It does make sense. I also – I'm very curious to know how they handle this because we talked about it before, and I was like, what if it rains? What if there's wind? What if there's, there's earth or fire? Earth or fire or any of them. <laughs> what if – what happens? What happens on September 21st? You know. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, everybody. This has been the show. I would just like to know how many us. of you guys would be willing to pay for that service to be at the game spiritually. I, I would. Know. I would like to answer first. I will pay uh, three dollars, Bob, to sit where uh, to sit where <laughs> to have my cardboard cutout head at Dodger Stadium. You're probably not even going to see it. That's the that's the thing. Like what are the odds you actually see your own head? It's going to be uh, – I want to be in one of the restrooms that still has a trough. Do they even have troughs left? Uh, how much is it to get my head put up at the Michelada stand? That's what I would like to find out. Um, see, you probably, work, you Probably think about tank. as much as a Michelada. Stan, you think tank this stuff. I'm talk- Yeah, I'm talking to you, Stan Caston. We, I mean, we know Andrew Friedman's a big fan of us. Oh, he, yeah, he wears our shirts. He wears our shirts all the time that one time. All that one time. Yeah. It's all unless, that matters. It just takes once. I think he stole it from somebody. Yeah, that was a good chance. TBD on that one. Jessica Beatty probably gave it we to him. We definitely didn't have a purchase from him. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, <laughs> Alexa says, can I pay to put someone else's face in the stands? Ooh. That's interesting. Can you do that? Because what if you somebody didn't want that and you put their like dumb face up there? You know, Is that a forever alibi? I guess. Look at that. See, again, think tank this stuff. We're coming up with all the solutions. These are more selling points. I'm a big it's fan pr- of the stuffed animals in the stands. Yeah, Cost stuffed nothing. animals, uh, inflatable cork, sex dolls, whatever it is. Sack you of know. flour with a face on it, whatever. Oh, getting a little up there, man. Flour could flour yeah. costs money. I forgot. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Jim Jim says he thought about the 149. You get to keep it after the season. Uh, you, know you get what? to yeah. keep the 149 dollars. No, I think you get to keep your your big, <laughs> oh your cardboard face. Yeah, it is a good discussion piece, but at it the is same historical. Time, I can you just would be lie. the only one. In, you'd be like, I am one of blank amount of people in history to have my face as a cardboard cutout at Dodger Stadium in the middle of a pandemic in which baseball was not able to feature fans for a year. No one else can say that. To be um, fair, people also. That was the ta-da for pulling something out of your ass. People also pay for much – people pay much more for much stranger things, I would say. Yes. Speaking yeah. of much stranger things, friend of the show, friend of the show, Zed. Zed's in the stream here. He says, will someone uh, pay for a Marlins man cutout? I, I would be willing to pitch in for a Marlins man cutout. And who's a front row lady from – Marlins man's girlfriend? <laughs> Marlins man girlfriend from that series. 
Uh, yeah, put all the bobbleheads in the stands that uh, you know were lost. Remember, you remember the old commercials when like uh, the bobbleheads would be sitting in the stands, and then Gagne would come in, and then the stadium yeah. would shake. Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. I don't remember that you remember particular that? one. Oh, dude, I remember. So that's the thing. It's definitely interesting. It's definitely weird. It's going to um, suck. <laughs> it's going to suck. The storyline is going to keep building. I'm pretty sure uh, it might uh, have a chance of changing because, um, you know, it's an interesting time to be asking that much money for people for cardboard at Dodger games. That's a lot of money, man. I don't know, man. That That's a lot of cheddar. <laughs> Does it come with the Muncie bobblehead? Yeah, you know what? I would do it like if it if it came with the bobbleheads. Yeah, if it came with like yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Now we're talking like not all the bobbleheads. See, but once like, again, maybe Stan. like two or three of the bobbleheads that I know are already made. Yeah, there can't be that many more. I mean, you're probably not going to have all of those guys next year. All right. Anyways, that's that. We've gone on along for some takeaways, so let's get into some more takeaways. <laughs> Big positives. What what have you liked probably the most? Uh, from your Doyer players? Uh, well, I will say <laughs> I, I, it's really hard for me to not get excited about Clayton Kershaw every single year that I see him pitch during spring training. It's <laughs> Without a doubt, every single time I get excited when I see him pitch. You know, I hear. He just lets me down. <clears throat> I hear he's working on a changeup. I hear he's working. This is the first time I've seen him throw said changeup, though. <laughs> it did not look as good as they said it did on the on the broadcast. I will say that it did not look that good. It was a. Uh, it's more like he buried a split finger. That's what. It looked uh, like. Um, he, you know, it sucks not having the velocity. I will say that it is really. Uh, t- Tim points out front row Amy. That's what we were talking about. There you go. Yeah, Thank front you, row Tim. Amy. Thanks, Tim. Um, uh, it sucks not having the velocity because obviously so much of his success hinges on how well his where his velocity is sitting because the mix of pitches that he mm-hmm. throws there needs to be a noticeable difference between his fastball and his off speed pitches that's just how he operates it needs to be there when it's not you notice it and he gets rocked yeah with that being said <clears throat> he does look gr- oh my gosh dude the curveball that he dropped into Eddie Rios yesterday <laughs> phenomenal like it, it made my my left eye cross just one of them and the other one stayed straight. Rest in peace, left eye. Yeah. yeah. So in that aspect, um, I we've seen him move away from his curveball a lot over the years and in, in mm-hmm. favor of that slider that he suddenly likes a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, it not, doesn't always work out. Well, it started working out less because of that lack of velo. Because yep. if it's, your fastball is sitting at 90, 91 at best, and the, the slider is still at 88, 89, there's no differential. They can still tap it enough. Good enough. So, with that being said, very excited about Kershaw in the early going. I'm hoping he can uh, really string together a good season in, in 2020 and get himself a World Series that he so desperately deserves. Are you uh, are you sold on Joe Kelly yet after one intra-squad outing? Um, it doesn't mean very much he, pitching against the Dodgers, right? Like, Because he automatically he always shuts well. down the Dodgers, yeah. yeah. He, <laughs> in his press conference, they, they were like, what was wrong with your body last year? And he was like, my body hurt. And they were like, what he about your body hurt? Not- he's like... It just, I just had pain in my body. Okay, yeah. like he didn't want to talk about it, and everyone was like, "Okay, I guess we're, I guess we're not like about your Like four reporters asked. Yeah, it just kept going. They just kept asking, Pick like, up "What was head. it specifically?" And he was like, <laughs> "I don't want to talk about it." So, with that being said, I don't know what the deal was with him last year. I don't know what he was going through. Um, he seems more relaxed. Mm-hmm. Just on a professional level, he just seems more relaxed. He feels like he's fitting in a lot better. So, I'm hoping for a good season from him. Who knows? I mean, when you have a fastball that plays up close to the triple digits, you can always there's always upside to you. That, 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 that's that's easy. He like, said he said his biggest struggle was that he 
couldn't really throw his four-seamer last year, and he learned that's because he was basically throwing it with almost exclusively his middle finger. Right. So with video work and with that, that baseball that he broke the window with at home, he was able to figure out how to stay on top of the ball, stay through the ball with two fingers. And um, with that, I mean, he was a regular 100-mile, 101 type of guy for Fast St. Ball. Louis for a little while, definitely for Boston. We saw it. Get that, I, get that man in driveline. <laughs> get everybody in driveline. I don't know, man. It, 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 I'm not sold on him yet. Give me a few more outings. Give me. Uh, I want him to appear against like the Diamondbacks when they come for one of the uh, scrimmage games before the regular season. Yeah, I want to see him face somebody not <laughs> with not the Dodgers on their chest. Yeah, that yeah. that would be something. But he's gonna be I, uh, a very important piece because obviously. Baez showed up late. We don't know where Baez is at, how many, how much he's been throwing, wherever he was at. Um, Blake Trinan hasn't looked exceptional at any point wearing Dodger blue yet. Uh, so that's a bit of a concern. He's got some work to do. They all got some work to do. Well, let's just be real about that. They all, the, all, the entire <coughs> bullpen has some work to do. Yeah. Except Dustin May. There's nothing wrong with you. You're a perfect human. Ross, uh, Ross looked very good on Sunday night. Ross has looked good on both of his... Uh, I think there were two of his starts were televised, or maybe one of them, but just the one. But he's looked good. Like I, I'm seeing a different intensity on his fastball. It looks like he's throwing it with a lot more conviction. Yeah, like he's getting his body into his, it. Yeah, I mean, you you hear it, you could hear it on the stream yesterday. You could hear his fast. I mean, obviously there's no sound in the stand, so it's a little bit different in years past. <laughs> but you can really hear the whiz on his fastball when it's coming through. Like you can hear that sucker moving, and it does look. You know, if you look back at. Somebody, I don't remember where it was, but somebody just showed his uh, debut um, today on on one of the social medias, and mm-hmm. so I was kind of watching his delivery today versus yesterday. He definitely is throwing with a lot more of his body. He looks like yeah. he's using his mechanics a lot better. He's looks like he's coming through the zone a lot better. He looks powerful, <laughs> like powerful. I would. That's see. This is why I need the radar gun. Yeah, man. they got I the would... dude with the radar gun behind the plate. Just put it up on the screen for me. <laughs> so I don't know how you guys do it. Please just help me find it. I just need to know how fast people are throwing. But he looks like he's hitting. Up there, well, when when he uh, he had his All Star year, he was throwing regularly like ninety two, ninety three, maybe even ninety four. He was he was upwards of so that's going to be huge for him. And now adding that sort of split change that we're going to get into a lot more very very soon in our deeper takeaways uh, sec section segment, whatever the hell you want to call it. Deep, deep takeaway. Oh, wait, hold on. Let's see if the button works. Deep takeaways. Thank you. That was cool. I have buttons. Magic. I never use them. I'm I'm a streamer, uh, gamer god eighty eight over here, but um, for sixteen nineteen, <laughs> <laughs> but um, he has that that sort of split change that he's working on, that would be huge for him. He's he threw it to lefties and righties yesterday, but there is an addendum again. We're gonna get on that a little bit more later, but more more positives before we really dig into <laughs> our friend Ross, Eddie F and Rios, man, <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude. I don't, I don't know what they fed that kid growing up. Um, <laughs> All Big Macs. I think Big Macs and protein powder. Not protein shakes, protein powder. He put he it on. ate it. Yeah, he put yeah. it in the special sauce. But holy cow, that dude can hit the ball a ton. Like his home runs so far have not been, uh, what do you call them, wall scrapers. No. They have not been wall scrapers. They have been towering drives magnificently flying through the outfield bleachers and they are shots and they're, I mean, dude, he hit one off Clayton Kershaw and that's, I wanted to ask him about that today a little bit, but I also didn't want to make him talk about an established veteran on the team either. So I didn't Mm -hmm. want to put him in that position, but 
<laughs> Dude, I mean, imagine taking Clint Gershaw deep when you're. I mean, he's still a kid. We can call we can call Eddie Rios a kid. Yeah. Um, but. Dude, he he looks locked in, and we talked about it a while ago that the Dodgers were obviously one of the teams who were going to benefit in the National League West from using the uh, Universal DH because mm-hmm. they're one of the few teams that are actually ready for that. Yes, they don't have to you know pull somebody up that's not ready or anything like that to make sure that they fill that void. But Rios probably should have been a major leaguer two years ago. Uh, <laughs> With, yeah, definitely power wise. Power wise, he's always been there. Uh, <clears throat> defensively, is always where the question marks were for him um, in, in his strikeouts. In his presser today, he admitted like you know I've gotten over the fact that I'm going to strike out. I know that's part of my game, but you think about what he was able to do in a short amount of time. He hit 277. He put up four home runs in like. I don't know, 15 games or something like that. He's got a big bat. <laughs> he carries a big bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Low-hanging bat. He can hit, man. And I am very excited mm-hmm. to see what he can do with some more at-bats this year. Mm-hmm. Should he get more at-bats this year? I think he probably will. But. Dave also mentioned that um, he sort of stopped short of saying that, you know, looking at the end of regular spring training, original spring training, 1.0, if you want to call it that, if you're nasty, hmm. um, that – Rios might have been looking at that 26 spot on the roster a little bit more than Beatty. So, uh, which oh, is, we'll see. We'll see. He, I was surprised to hear um, Eddie say today that he like prefers third base because that does not, it does not translate for me at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> him on defense. Mm-mm. Don't put him in the field. <laughs> but he, he said he wants to play third base though. And he said that's where he puts his most work towards because that's where he wants to be long-term. So I to mean, which good, I retort, good, <laughs> good for him. If he wants to do that, let him do that. But, uh, I was, I was a little, uh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah. Justin Turner has no knees and he plays third base. So, you know, I guess, it, I guess it can be done if you need to bless up, bless up to those knees. Uh, finally, good arms, good young arms that we don't know much about, or we haven't seen much of them in, in uh major league Dodger blue, but man, uh, these kids are looking good. Finally, you have Carlos Santana's son, <laughs> Dennis, uh, yeah. he's up there. He, his, his, I think every Dodger pitcher has made, I mean, it might be because there's no other teams that are showing this much intra-squad coverage, but they're all making pitching ninja right now, which they're all, they're thrilled about, you know, Jojo Gray is, is making that, uh, Gonzalez who, who looks pretty disgusting with that, that 98 coming out of the left side. Gratterall, um, I think we're really going to love that kid. Dude, that kid I is, know you. That kid is pumping heat. Man. I know you're personally in love with that kid. <laughs> I love that guy, man. Kosowski. When, when, when I got a chance to ask Austin Barnes one question, I could have asked Austin <laughs> Barnes any question in the world. I said, did you catch Gratterall yet? <laughs> Didn't, don't care about you, Austin Barnes. Uh, I was, need to know how Gratterall's doing. It was a bit of an oof, if you ask me. But, Whatever, you know, I'm, I need I'm, to know. And he was like, yeah, That's why my hard. question made it onto the broadcast, Chief. <laughs> that, was a, that was a long time ago question. <laughs> My Swole Patrol one made it on there, but Brother Gatorades didn't make it on there. It did not. Oh, man. Racist. <laughs> but I am very excited about Gratterall because that dude, mm-hmm. man, talk about some heat that that kid's pumping out. And he's still got time to fine-tune some things. He's Keep in mind, he is still one of the top prospects in their farm system mm-hmm. technically right now. So mm-hmm. he is not technically like a big leaguer, but he's about to be. Don't, don't be surprised if y'all see him taking some innings at the end of the games uh, <sighs> by the end of September. Uh yeah, dude, that dude's nuts. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 
136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Deeper takeaways. Deeper takeaways. Hit the button. Oh wait. Um. 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 um I gotta. I gotta. Hit your button. There it is. Deeper Deep. takeaways. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> tight. Tight. Really tight show here. So <clears throat> we're watching a lot of intra squad games, and we're getting serious right now. By the way, all of they, we know the games don't mean anything. But the swings, the the, the intensity, the everything means something to all of us deep down in our, our blackened souls. Cody Bellinger right now does not look all that great at the plate yet. I don't remember what he did in spring training uh, 1.0. I don't remember how he was looking. It seemed like, that seems like 40 years ago. <laughs> February and March seems like 40 years ago. I don't remember anything about yesterday. Um, except for you know my voice being on the sports in LA broadcast. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> I was like, hey, that's me. Hey, I know him. But just watching him, and it, it just—he's not there, and it, it's blatantly obvious that he uh, he changed some things with his swing. So before we get into there's there's video plugins, and I'm sure Eric's going to be happy about all the stolen vi- footage I have from the Dodgers and sports in LA. Uh, we got you, bud. <laughs> anyway, what what is your what was your what is your immediate takeaway, or what is your takeaway now? Not immediate. We're days into it. My, okay, so when I first when I saw his very first at bat of a televised spring game, his first at bat, I said he did something different. Mm-hmm. Like immediately, there was something wrong with him. The first thing I noticed was that his hips were open, and I was like, that's very strange for him because he doesn't do that. He's really good at staying closed on the ball. The second thing I noticed was that he, his hands were rocking a lot more than usual. He usually mm-hmm. sits with his bat pretty flat yeah. up until the point of pitch. M- way more quiet. Way does not move a whole lot. He kind of gets set. You know, he, It takes a little bit of his moving around to get set, but then he, he stays pretty still. But he's been rocking his hands. And usually that's a timing thing, and that works for hitters. I mean, it does. Gary Sheffield did it for a long time, and he's yeah. the most drastic form of it. And the timing, <clears throat> that timing mechanism works out for a lot of people. So I don't not saying that that's a bad thing, but I did notice that there was a change. Then I noticed that he was behind on every fastball thrown to him and not like a little bit, a little bit smidgen behind. He's way behind. And that's why you see all those pop outs to left field Mm -hmm. or the left side of the infield, because he's way behind on those balls. So when I started seeing that, I was like, okay, something, something is missing from this, from this formula in in terms of hips and hands Mm -hmm. and eyes and, feet moving and all these things that need to combine together to make a perfect swing. There's something missing from this formula right now. That's not firing well. So he's behind. He definitely looks like he cannot catch up to any belt and above fastballs right now. You also pointed out that his swing looks long, which generally is a sign of a guy that's trying to hit the living hell out of a baseball. And if you're coming off an MVP season in which you hit a butt ton of home runs, it makes sense logically that you would come out swinging daddy hacks like that, especially mm-hmm. especially during games that don't necessarily matter. Let's say that. Um, and so it, it would make sense to me that he's trying to swing out of his shoes right now. And it it looks like he's trying to swing out of his shoes right now. And this was the type of stuff that you and I were talking about uh, before this past week. And we were talking about it after the show last week because obviously they started showing more games. And it was like something doesn't look right. So that's why, you know, eventually I did ask Dave about it today. 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 But yesterday, the legend, 
uh, Whittier native, Nomar Gassiapai. Whittier. Whittier, bless up, represent. Uh, Nomar actually pretty much broke down the same exact thing. We're going to throw some spicy Nomar footage up there. Last year, Cody Bellinger won the MVP at 47 home runs. But Nomar, we've noticed a few changes, at least some minor changes with his stance so far this year. Yeah, we look over here. Over here on the left-hand side, you got Cody from last year. And then this is Cody right now. You can see the front hip. The front hip is a little bit closed over there from last year. He's kind of open that. That's going to allow him to clear his hips. But when you clear your hips, it doesn't mean your front shoulder goes with your hips. So he's even closing that as well. So that's going to keep you staying on the ball and then be able to keep driving it. It doesn't look like a very good swing. No, I mean, I don't have a very good swing, so I can't really comment too much on it. But he definitely looks slower. It looks like he's not firing everything off at once. Uh, Sectional. This was my big problem with Cody in 2018. Anybody who was around for Blue Heaven in 2018 <laughs> know, I, knows I gave him hell for almost all season. He also, after the 2018 season, predicted that in the 2019 season that he would spend some time at AAA. I said there's a good chance just, that maybe there's a possibility. Just FYI. He that got, he, he could. Got, he got roasted by a KTLA reporter who didn't know anything about baseball, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? So, so I, I was the opposite of an MVP prediction. What yeah. have you done with the, you? You haven't even been on the sports network. That's broadcast. a good point. You're correct. That is a good point. Except uh, I just so I knew something would be hugely different for his. You're season. right. Yeah, you just went the but, wrong direction. But 2018 was so bad for for Co- it was still a good year. He still what doinked as we good say. Enough. It was 26, 28 home runs. Not a bad sophomore follow up, but his swing looks sectional there's two parts his his hips and his ass are going one way and his hands and his shoulders are going the other way and that that's why then that's how i dance <laughs> white boy dance mm. and that's why then i used to say he was hugely wishy-washy there was swing that was my way of saying because like here's wish here's wash but anyways it looks weird it looks wish weird wish. um a lot of letters and numbers says the swing looks fine. Armchair scouts may say differently. Hello, uh, and armchair scouts. <laughs> hashtag not a scout. Hello. But um, Melo says Henlo and MV- NLS, NLCS MVP. Yeah, but he didn't have a great – he hit like 170 to win that MVP. He just had a walk-off and a big home run. It's that that was the cheap the David cheapest, Eckstein the cheapest MVP award in the playoffs. David Eckstein's a World Series MVP and he, he won a truck he couldn't even get into. So you know what? YOLO, all right. But came with a step stool. So we uh we talked to Dave today about it, and I made sure to leave my voice in there so people know that it is real and it is me. Please don't email me. But Dave, uh I asked him like what is going on with the swing. So here's Mr. David Roberts. Uh just kind of curious uh your thoughts on it. It looks like uh, Cody's might not be having the best time at the plate so far. Swing looks a little long. Just wondering how you're feeling about it and maybe some things he's working on right now. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Cody over quarantine, you know, was in Arizona working and uh, thinking through some things. And there is a, certainly a swing change that, you know, you look at, you put eyes on it, and you see it's different than it was last year. Um, so I think that for, for Cody, for us, it's just more of getting at bats, uh, live at bats, because you, know, you can work in a cage and batting practice, um, but syncing up the, the new mechanics a little bit, um, you know, takes time. So I still know that, you know, he's in lockstep with the hitting guy. So we'll see how it goes, but I'm confident that he's going to work through it. Do it and he'll be fine. I'll ask the uh, the devil's advocate question, and why does a guy who just won an MVP tinker with his swing mechanics? 
That's a fair question. <clears throat> uh, I think that, you know, in talking to Cody, um, you know, he had a great, he, he won the MVP, but I think that for him, his words, he didn't have a good second half. And, um, you know, as he finished the season, didn't feel comfortable and felt that, you know, he was open to a change, came up with a change, feels really comfortable where he's at mechanically. Uh, we haven't seen the results yet. Um, and not that the results matter right now, but, you know, I think that it's a, it's an individual, it's a field thing. And for me, as long as you know, he has confidence in it, that he's, you know, conferring and, and talking through things with the hitting guys, you know, I'm optimistic. One thing I love about Dave is uh, he will never say what's exactly on his mind. Nope. When it's, not the positive thing. So you got to love Dave for sticking up and always standing up for his players like that. But I sure armchair scout, whatever. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the changes. I'm not a fan of this wishy-washy two part, three part swing. It doesn't look like 2019 Bellinger. And we saw in the comments here, uh, you know, somebody described him as uh Gail, Gail says, <laughs> described them as, as, you know, bored in the box. It has a different vibe this year. And maybe that different vibe, maybe, you know, filleting the bat around, maybe that, that's not a good timing mechanism for him. Because his less timing is, doesn't less not is look more on. sometimes, guys. Less is more sometimes. I will say <laughs> that despite the fact that he does not look great and he has not had very, I don't know if he has a hit, actually, come to, come to think of it, at least a televised one. Uh, despite the fact that he hasn't looked great, I will say that I don't really care right now at all. So if he starts off the year and sucks, yeah, I'm going to have a lot to say about it. I'm going to be like, what the hell? Why'd you change your swing? And I'm going to give somebody crap about it. I don't know. Probably you. Yeah. Now, I don't care. Now's the time to tinker with things. If you got to tinker with things, if you feel like something's off, then, you know, you respond to your, how your body's reacting. Only you can respond to those things. Whatever you got to do, do it. Just get it right. Figure it out. Be better. Be best. You know, one one thing I will make a bold prediction here right now: Cody Bellinger in twenty twenty will not be sent to the minor leagues because there's no minor league baseball. Wow! Back to you in the studio. That's a bold <laughs> prediction there, Cotton. Deeper, deeper. Let's see how it plays out. Deeper take, deeper take number two here. Um, kind of doesn't phrase well together when you put it together. Uh, we. Mm-mm. We'll never know. It's going to take some time to know if and when the Dodgers won this Mookie Betts trade. And even... They did. Probably. Even if he does not re-sign with the Dodgers after this season, if we win something or or whatever, it's still going to take time to kind of... I guess if he opts out and we don't win a World Series, then we definitely lost a trade. But still, we don't... We don't quite know how that's going to play out. It's going to take some time to years to see how that plays out. But so far, so good for Mookie. Even if the bat isn't quite showing it, it looks like he's kind of paying off as just a good teammate. Of course, early in, in original spring training, um, the, the 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 players were you know kind of besides themselves with him coming out and, and kind of addressing the team, former teammates or current teammates, I guess you can say Joe Kelly and David Price saying like that was very out of the ordinary for him. Uh, you know, they, he had sort of instituted the thing where uh, <laughs> if you made an error in practice, you had to pay up into a pool and all that. <clears throat> Cody or Cody, Cody's friend Mookie is coming here to, to make a difference on this team. 
of already a very good, very, very good baseball club. But he wants to take this team to another level, wants to take it to that next step. And um, as I said, sort of showing off those MVP intangibles, we saw Mookie after after a double off of Ross Stripling on Sunday, uh, after Ross made it through the inning, he went up to Ross and told him something. Here is uh, a bit of what I'm calling Mookie help, and, and with some help from John Hartung and gang, um, Mookie talking to Mr. Ross Stripling. Here's the pitch. There's the changeup again. And Gets Cody Bellinger Cody, looking. Cody Bellinger striking out. And a good fifth inning for Ross Stripling. <laughs> two strikeouts in a one-two-three frame. It is two to one. He's a chat with Mookie Betts. We're heading to the sixth. Mookie Betts had a leadoff double against Ross Stripling, and when he was at second base, Nomar, he clearly saw something that Ross Stripling was doing, and so he just had a little chat with him. Probably about tipping his pitches or what he was able to see from second? Yeah, usually right now he's probably talking about what he was able to see from second base. And, and if you're if a runner on second base can see that, obviously gives an opportunity to relay that to the hitter. And there's a man on second. So he's just letting them know. I mean, all the little things. You want to help each other out so they can make the adjustment prior to the season. So right away I was like, okay, clearly he either saw a, a tip or he was able to see the ball. Um, <laughs> Frank, Frank, Frank Lopez <laughs> coming in hot with the quote of here's how we beat you two years ago. That was one thing my Mrs. FRG got mad at me for saying, uh, like I, I was even telling you, like we should title the article, you know, here's, uh, Cody Bell or here's Mookie Betts, uh, bringing his sign stealing ways <laughs> in jest, but bringing his sign stealing ways to the Dodgers. But he saw something and right away he wanted to make sure that Ross knew. So, we didn't know. We haven't. I actually, I forgot to ask Dave about it. So I went to the source. I went ahead and asked our, our friend, Mr. Ross Stripling, about it. And Strip told me here uh, that Mookie said he could see a pinky flare on the changeup. And we know Ross is working on that changeup a lot. So he can see a pinky flare on my changeup from second base. He could see my glove into my glove as he, as he uh, ended up taking the lead there. So stop flailing my pinky or change it on every pitch. <laughs> you know, make sure your hand is looking the same because if you can see that ball, you can see the pinky while he's grabbing the ball, whatever it is, that would be a tip. Pro tip, literally from a professional. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. That's that's kind of cool to see, man. Like, I think that speaks to his character as a teammate. Like, uh, number one, the fact that he is looking for stuff like that, first of all, is great. Like, mm -hmm. he's, he's looking for those things to recognize during the season. He's that smart of a player. He has that high of a baseball IQ, first of all. In a game all. that means nothing. In a game that means absolutely nothing. <laughs> Second of all, to be able to come to a new team where you are the new guy. I mean, he is the new guy, even though he is a superstar player and an MVP winner. He is the new guy. Mm -hmm. And to go to a guy who's been on the team for six years now almost and say, hey, I saw something in what you were doing and it's wrong <clears throat> and it's going to get you hit a lot during mm -hmm. the season. I, I mean, to be that bold and that good of a teammate to not be shy about it and be like, hey, like, by the way, like, I here's what I can see. And yeah. I'm sure Ross is like, dude, like that's gonna, that's gonna save my life during the season. Like if he hadn't told him that who knows who, who picks up on it, maybe nobody picks up on it the rest of the year. Yeah. So that, I mean, again, really cool to see like what Santiago says here, team player, you love to see it. Um, I, I definitely wouldn't be overly vocal to even, even with, if I have the stature and the, 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 you know, the numbers on the back of my baseball card, like Mookie does, 
I would not feel comfortable doing that. Like immediately after the fact in this interest squad game, going up to a veteran on the team you just joined and being like, hey, bro, this is what you're doing wrong, or this is what I'm seeing. So I don't like to tell people how to do their job. So <laughs> big, big ups to Mookie Betts for, um, for being a good dude, for helping out the team, being part of the cause, and helping our good friend, Mr. Ross, fifth starter, Stripling. Yeah, mm. I did there. Yeah, that's yeah, did I there. like that a lot. <laughs> I like it. All right, guys, to wrap it up, uh, obviously we went on long. There's baseball, and God damn, does it feel good to talk about baseball. Baseball. 2020 predictions. We're not going to get overly deep into this because, um, you know, it's just pulling numbers out of a hat, literally. I'm Unless you have numbers. Hat. I'm wearing you, There are several. Mm. Um, <clears throat> team wins. How many wins do the 2020 Los Angeles Dodgers pick up in a 60-game season? Total team wins? Total team wins. Uh, you know, we, we sat on that 38 number for a while. Just, I'm going to sit it. on it still. I'm okay with it. I feel like they're going to have a slow start and probably figure it out. <laughs> does sounds does, like the Dodgers? Does that get them uh, eight consecutive? Their eighth consecutive division title? Oh, easily, yeah. Okay, easily, not even close. The teams in the West are so bad. <laughs> Fair. I feel like the AL West is going to dominate the NL West. So you're going, that. you're going 38. I, I'm, I'm feeling closer to maybe. I'm going to say I'll, you know, I'll go the lower side. I'll say 34. It sort of it works. For us. It wouldn't be a normal duo uh, of guesses <laughs> and predictions of us if you didn't go lower than me. <laughs> Yeah, that's how we work. And then yeah. they find a way to eclipse us greatly. Both of us. Yeah. Yeah. It's teamwork. We know what we're doing. We did this. <laughs> uh, we got some in the comments here. Uh, Norma says 45, Max Effort, plus name, friend of Max Power on YouTube. Uh, Eric says my voice is going to be on Sportsnet LA. Hey, you let him ask a good question first, damn it. Eric, make me a star. <laughs> Please put, put his uh put his name bubble on there. I gotta get out By of the this way, non air conditioned room. I hate that your Zoom says Brooks. Fix it. No, it's like kind of my name, but not really my name. I'll I'll make it like yours, where I put my email. Just there you to go. Yeah, be flashy. It makes, it makes you more professional. I, I wanted like to be like uh, Jorge Castillo at L A Times. Um, we got plus forty from Coop Life VQ. We got uh, fifty four and six. Jose Rod did the all the math, and that is an incredible season, Jose. <laughs> Just Kathy saying. says 45. Dodger and Rebel Dodger Rebel Rebel. says Brooks Mustache is this year's NL MVP. That boo is on behalf of Mrs. Brooks. It's picking up more support, though. The momentum is gaining. Oh. Not from her. Frank Frank <laughs> says 61 and 1. Hey. Big ups to our boy Frank. He knows no, what's 61 up. and negative 1. Oh, 60, wait, oh. oh, okay. You, sir, have you been drinking? Let's see. Pizza money is closed, man. Pizza money is closed. 35 wins, 42 and 18 from our boy Hamill. Yeah. 48 wins. Ricky Bobby Trujillo agrees with you. Yeah, whatever. I said 38, dog. I didn't say 48. Oh, I don't know. You, again, I don't did even. I say I don't, 38? What, what did I say? Yeah, I, you said 38 because I said 34. I said 38 and 22. That's what I said, right? Sure. Yeah. You let us know in the comments still, below still what Brooke just said. See, yeah. and this is what's great. This is the type of stuff that I love about, like, um, you know, daily talk. The sports talk radio they they just say things and then they go home and then they didn't used to have the internet where they would get called out for their shit so i don't think about this stuff anymore after <laughs> i say it so i'm glad you guys are thinking for me home run leader on the team so alex wood and cody bellinger but bellinger just said okay i'll go with what woody said but alex wood said that the baseball leader will have 17 home runs to me that feels a little low no cody bellinger said 
uh, All Star Game is not this year. <laughs> I thought we were doing the, the well, home run we derby doing right it now this year, and they said no. Cody got canceled. He goes, ah, oh, that's a bummer. I thought it was next year too. <laughs> <laughs> no, Cody. No. Oh man, love it. Friend of the show. Uh, yeah. I mean, seventeen. Seventeen in sixty games. Seventeen is a pretty high pace. Yeah, I don't know. That's a pretty high pace for sixty. It, games. it depends on if they bring back that that juiced ball, like I asked Ross about. They got they might Rob, Rob. I know we're not friends right now, Rob. But I damn think it, the as major, a commissioner, I think the major league leader in home runs. Okay, I'll say it this way: the major league leader in home <clears throat> runs will hit twenty. Oh, I think. Okay, the Dodgers leader will hit seventeen. All right, that's fair. And it will not be Cody Bellinger. Gail says uh, Jock is going to lead the team. She didn't give me a number, but she said Jock is going to lead the team. That's all we need to know. Um, I don't know who's going to lead the team. Muncie. But I, I, oh, Muncie. Muncie's I don't know. My, I mean, Muncie's my dark horse he, pick on this one. He can't even like finger right right now. No, he can hit. He just can't grab a Oh, that's right. Field. He can't fielding. Yeah, he's okay. He's fine, guys. So you're going 20 lead. You're, wait, what was the Dodger number you said? 17 for Muncie to lead the team. Okay. Um, don't let me down. Well, since I usually go less than you. I guess I'll stick with it. I'm going to say 16. Let's just say 14, just so I can be wrong again. And somebody's going to have like 24. Edwin Rios hits like 60. 13 from Rios. <laughs> 13 in like like 25 at-bats. Yeah. Mookie leads team from Mello. Uh, we got Coop Live VQ saying 19 out of Muncie. 14 sports from coast to coast. 25 home runs. Norma, this is not the virtual season, even though the virtual Dodgers can't hit home runs for shit. But um, It is what it is. You yeah. know. Kevin Kevin gets ahead of us here on Facebook. Kevin says, how many wins for Kirsch? He's saying nine and three. That's whew, nine. At most, these starters are going to have 12 starts. To win nine games? Yeah, yeah. you got to have a no decision in there somewhere. It's pretty big. <laughs> yeah, he is He is the no decision guy. The Dodgers do love blowing leads for him. Uh, so Absolutely. Wins leader. How many wins? Uh Paces the uh, Dodgers. I think Walker Buehler's locking down eight dubs this year. Oh. And that's gonna, he's going to pace it out for us. All right. I'm going to take He's going to go eight and one. I'm going to take a dark horse candidate. Eight and one. I'm going Ross Stripling, six wins. He's going to go six and two. Because, it's you know, just because you, you, you text him all the time. But, but. And you're best friends with his best friend. <laughs> Shout out, Cooper. How you doing, bud? Um, yeah, it just, uh, that, that seems to. He's he's going to be sneaky out of that five spot if he gets the five spot, unless they move it around. But him going left, right, left, left, right makes sense in that five. But he also might transition to the bullpen where he also has a tendency to vulture wins. Not this year. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying he might actually look, end up with the wins. Look he here, might yes, he might end up I with the wins you. because he has so many appearances. Ross Stripling, six and two. You guys can brook it. All right, who's your? Uh, I didn't say that. Who's your National League? No, I said it. Who's your National League most valuable player in 2020? NL MVP overall? I mean, it's not a Dodger. I'll, I'll say that. Is that okay? Am I allowed to say that? Sure. Is that allowed? Sure. I, I think Yelich probably takes it home pretty easily in a 60-game season. I don't like it. I mean, it's it's fair. I don't want it. Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to steal perfectly timed. I'm going to steal Cooper Searles over on Big Swing Podcast. Uh, he, Acuna? He, Acuna. Acuna. I didn't realize Acuna was a monster last year. When I looked at Dude. his stat line, I was like, Whoa. Wasn't he like one short of 40-40 or did he hit 40-40? He was pretty close. Yeah. I, uh, I think he was 39 stolen bases. Yeah. yeah. He, he he pulled off the, the opposite Kemp season, Kemp 2011, yeah. or whatever his good season was. Acuna is going to be a beast, especially, especially when he has to carry the team that much more. There's no Markakis now. Um, 
I don't know what else is going on with that team. Freddie Freeman's probably going to miss the first few games. With Brian the, McCann's still alive? Uh, no, thank God. Well, I mean, he's alive, unfortunately, but not he's not. Teams. Yeah. Like, did you see Tim Anderson hit the home run in in uh, fake game and, and do the, the pimp bat flip? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I tweeted that somewhere. Brian McCann is just so triggered he's right like, now. Damn it! You're disrespecting the game, boy! You know when uh, in the – you know in the um, – What's that movie? Billy like that, Madison, Billy Madison when Chris Farley's driving the bus and he's like, <laughs> that's, that's, that's him. Somewhere. Yeah, uh, good. That's a good poll. I'll Thank give you some points you. on that. Who is your National League Cy Young? Ooh. For, uh, uh, um, I'm not going to say Ross. Oh, I, I got to go Jack Flaherty, dude. He's really, Coward. He, he's really picked up some steam for me on Twitter, dude. Yeah, I mean, some of his tweets have just been so beautiful that I'm just like, he he made. I don't like any cardinal ever. I actually really don't like Mark McGuire. I think he's a terrible human being, <laughs> despite the fact that he was part of the Dodgers <laughs> coaching staff for a little while. I think that guy sucks. Yeah, but I will say that he might be my favorite cardinal ever. I thought you were gonna go with um, Reddick or not Reddick, Rod, Rod uh, Paddock. Reddick. <laughs> To enemy number two. <laughs> yeah, best Got friend. a lot of enemies in the league. A lot of people on your catch hands list. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people on my catch hands list. I'm I don't think go- Paddock's necessarily on there. I'm going full-blown Reddit Homer. Paddock. Clayton Edward Kershaw is going to win his fourth Cy Young. I think if somehow Kershaw wins his fourth Cy Young, I will... What will I do? What will get I do a tattoo there? of I will my caricature on your sort- ass. No, 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 no. <laughs> I will get Coward. some sort of tattoo Coward. to commemorate said Cy Young Award. How about that? I, I'll have to think. I'll have to think <laughs> it up. Maybe we'll have Danny draw that one up too. It's gonna say in your arm, Clayton got a Clayton Kershaw got a Cy Young, and all I got was this terrible FRG tattoo on my ass. There you go. Yeah. If you're a graphic designer and you want to design a tattoo for me to commemorate Clayton Kershaw's fourth Cy Young in 2020, <laughs> please DM it to me, and I will take it into consideration, and it might be on my body. Uh, Alexa says Russell Martin is my Cy Young. Hell yeah. We haven't even talked about Russell Martin tonight. I miss you. When are you coming home, bud? This is Dave Vassay. Why do you hate me? We're taking callers now. <laughs> I love DB. We, we got to be friends with him now. <laughs> I love DB. He's the best. Um, <laughs> what about Pedro Guerrero? All right, Pedro Guerrero and Cy Young right there. And El Cy Young. We got a couple Walker Buellers from Hamill and and uh, Santiago. So some good pulls. I mean. <laughs> Bueller's got to be right out there with Flaherty if we're not being yeah, homers. I think like those me. guys. I think those guys come into competition with each other. I think they end up being the final two, like one and two respectively, and it's close. Fair. Can Fair. I, is that okay? Did I do better? People always. You know, it's funny. People. <laughs> first of all, he called me broke. <laughs> Second of all, he said Brooke should go to Altuve's tattoo artist. That is solid. Yeah, good work on that one, Jose Rod. Did you want Follow-up, uh, though. very shy. In a lot of our podcast reviews, people call us homers a lot, and I feel like we actually go pretty opposite of that fairly often. Well, those were the Kevin days. Oh, we're, I mean, yeah, but those homers. are pretty recent reviews. They're like uh, 2019. So what you're, saying, what you're saying is people need to review us more. Like and subscribe. <laughs> rate and review the podcast. Rate and review Broke's tattoo. Broke. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Gail says uh, she'll get a tattoo with you. Uh, if Ker- uh, Kirsch gets that Cy Young. Me and Gail have been trying to get matching tattoos for like two years now, but they keep letting us down. I've been trying to buy her a beer back for the last one. Yeah, she bought us beer, and we did not buy her back. <laughs> we were supposed to this year, but then they said, nah, no more baseball. 
Uh, we got uh, we got strike two. We got still spelled my name wrong, dude. <laughs> uh, one last note. I really wanted to talk about this before we leave. Um, we don't even need to have any follow up with it, but dude, Yasiel, take the goddamn job in Baltimore. If they offered you a contract, Puig, take the job. You need to play baseball to play baseball again next year. It'll be like when Vlad Guerrero went to Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They liked him out there. He was mm-hmm. good. He hit some bombs out there. Yasiel Peak would instantly – there are very few rosters that you can sign a guy a week before games-ish, mm-hmm. and he's automatically your best player. That does never, ever Ooh. happen, and he is automatically the best player Ooh. on their team by a landslide. The, or- the Orioles are bad. Very, all, very that's bad. That's I can really say about that. But I don't know. it looks like we made it because Jose Rod nailed it. He got Brooke spelled correctly. Appreciate it, pal. Difficult name. There's a lot of vowels. I don't know. That's what she said. I don't use that button very much. Anyways, guys, this has been fun talking about baseball. We hope you learned something. Thanks for making it to the end. (laughs) That's it. Weird sign off. That was it. That's actually how I think Rich Eisen ends it with. Hey, you made it to the end. Thanks for that. Yeah, with like the weird, like throaty voice. Yeah, Yeah. it's like. Please stop talking to me, Rich. Anyways, uh, find us on the internet. We are... Hey, I almost hit the face. We are on the internet, actually. You can find us there, DodgersNation.com. We are a podcast. Subscribe to that podcast. We are on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, and everywhere else podcasts live. We are also on YouTube, YouTube.com slash DodgersNationTV. Please subscribe. It'll mean oh so much to Broke. Oh, so much to Broke. We appreciate you guys. I am at Brokeley3. This guy over here is at RealFRG. We are both on the Twitters and the Instagram, though I don't really like Instagram because I'm ugly. We are at Dodger Nation on Twitter, at Officials Dodger Nation on Instagram. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thank you guys so much for your questions. We thank you for your predictions. I hope the good ones are accurate, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.